Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. The perils of the transportation of illegal drugs would be something that those who would choose to do, you would think, would try to minimize or at least control or to keep in their own hands and not relegate to other folks. You'd think. That's why this man, well, named Constantine Zethalus, left the navigation for his drive from Montreal to Calgary, Canada, up to his iPhone. He had about 10 pounds of meth in the back of his car and got directions from Siri for the trip, and then his phone told him to hang a left and go over a bridge. But it was the wrong bridge, the one that led to the U.S. Instead of Calgary, he was arrested when he tried to go through customs. Don't you think, Cliff, you put a little bit more effort into the mapping of it? I mean, really, wouldn't you just sit down and yeah. go, I'm going to map you would this think. out. Because what I've got with me, yeah. they don't want me to have. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, Cliff, this happened to me yesterday, yes. and I hope the uh, person I spoke with is listening this morning. Uh-oh, what is it? I truly enjoyed our conversation that we had. We oh, okay. enjoyed each other's company. Yeah. I thought you to be a very nice person, very polite person. Yeah, but? Well, it's not a compliment to say, my friends don't think you're very funny, but I do. See, that's kind of hurtful, Cliff. <laughs> Actually, it was all of my friends... Don't think you're very funny, but I do. You ever called into work sick when you weren't and you <laughs> had to talk to that, you know, person in charge that you report to? And yeah. You tell them, I don't know, man. I'm just kind of horrified that I work there. <laughs> I'm not coming in today. Well, Cliff, the yep. second day of spring is here yep. and it's still a little chilly, but I yes. love, love working in radio during the springtime. Why is that? Well, as you well know, Cliff, you've yeah. seen me do it. I like to put on a long song yeah. and go stand outside Country 98.1 station and yeah. feel the warm breeze blowing through my ad libs. I love doing that. <laughs> you've seen me do that before, now haven't yeah, you? Yeah, sadly, I've witnessed that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's 41 right now. It's yeah. not quite warm enough uh -huh. for a warm breeze blowing no. up my ad libs. <laughs> Weed, for the first time ever, a woman has won this prestigious award, one that comes with a big check. The Abel Prize is sometimes called the Nobel of Mathematics, and this year's winner is mathematician Karen Uhlenbeck, Professor Emeritus at the University of Texas. The $700,000 check she gets from the King of Norway honors her work that was part of, well, part of the evolution of something called the gauge theory, one which underpins much of modern theoretical physics and is integral to cutting-edge research in particle physics, general relativity, and string theory. <sighs> this whole time, I thought, she was working on the equation of how much bribe money a famous person would have to get their kid into USC. <laughs> Speaking of that scandal... The Morning Roadshow Department of Irony wants you to know that some parents who have been charged with those crimes, now hiring another consultant, know it's not one that'll help their kids get into college now. He's the one that'll help them prepare for a life behind bars. <laughs> 
Justin Paperni is a convicted felon turned prison consultant who helps famous people prepare for the jailhouse blues. Included for a pretty hefty price tag, instruction on things like how to manage your business interests on the outside while you're in the big house, and more simple things like how do you go to the bathroom in federal prison. Well, Cliff, I don't know if it's true, but I've heard the report that that Lori Laughlin, that uh, she is considering spending... Yeah. Upwards of half a million cigarettes in order to get into the <laughs> best possible prison there is. And good luck to her. I hope yes, she please. Yeah, I, absolutely. I hope she gets that. <laughs> and I don't know what happened in our control room after we left yesterday, Cliff, but there's glitter. There's glitter over right, here. Right over there. Yes, there's nothing How did that get there. Nothing good ever comes after a glitter party, no, I'm telling you. No, that. that just makes an awful mess. Yes. You clean it up for years. Yes, it's everywhere. Yeah. Well, Cliff, Little Caesars, they're in the news this morning. They're bringing back their bacon-wrapped deep-dish pizza. You remember that? I do. I don't believe I ever had one, but it looked good. Well, they're bringing it back to coincide with the NCAA tournament, which kicks off later on this morning. Yes. Now, this bacon-wrapped deep-dish pizza Mm -hmm. has three feet of bacon wrapped Mm -hmm. around it. Yes. That's according to the coroner's report that I read earlier this morning, Cliff. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of bacon. And oh, I like yeah. bacon, but I don't know if I can eat three foot up. Oh, yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah I can. Don't, don't kid yourself. Cliff, your um, story after the 8 o'clock news, it doesn't happen to have to do with anything about a Florida man, does it? Because I don't want to steal oh, after the thunder the, here. after the 8 o'clock news? Yes. That's a good question. I don't remember. Oh, no, no, it's fine. Oh, no. okay, good. Yeah. Then we can continue So with we're going to talk about Florida man. Well... Kind of, yes. Only he's actually Spider-Man. Okay. There's a video out, and it went crazy viral, of a criminal who Mm -hmm. stole alcohol from a Florida supermarket dressed as Spider-Man. Yes. Now, it's Mm -hmm. unclear at this moment why Spider-Man was stealing alcohol. Yeah. But apparently, Peter Parker got dumped by Gwen Stacy again, and she Mm -hmm. left him for some guy named The Finisher, and he's a real screwball. Okay. Now, these are all comic book references for those of you who've actually kissed a girl at one point <laughs> in time. Sadly, I know who these people are. Yeah. Today, Cliff, and yeah. it seems like every day is something. Yeah. Every day. Today is World <laughs> Poetry Day. World Poetry. You know, yes. every day this week has been some kind of day for something. I know. World Poetry Day. Yes. Do you have a poem prepared in honor of World Poetry Day? Yes, I do. Really? Thank you for asking, Cliff. Oh. I didn't say to, you know, read the poem. I just oh. asked if you had one available. Well, I do have one available. Well, go ahead. I guess since you've got one there, go ahead. All right. Well, I worked on this this morning for about an hour. Okay. Roses are red. Yeah. Poetry is tough. Making poems rhyme is tougher than you think. <laughs> yeah, that's not anywhere close. <laughs> no, it's really tough. It's... No, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> that's not really a poem now, is it? They don't have to rhyme. <laughs> I was told that in school. Well, no, that's true. They don't have to rhyme. But there are some instances where you'd want it to rhyme. And I believe anytime you say roses are red as the first line of your poem, you want it to rhyme. (laughs) Just like the man from Nantucket. I'm just saying. Well, hold it now. (laughs) I'm just saying. Yeah. I was always taught in school they don't have to rhyme. And I always thought if they don't rhyme, it's not a poem. It's a story. You know what I'm saying? Right. Stephen King doesn't write a long... uh, What's the word I'm wanting? Novel. Novel. Yeah, thanks. He doesn't write that. You're welcome. And they don't <laughs> rhyme. You know, making poems rhyme is tougher than you think. I have a question. Yes. 
all these days celebrating various, you know, things. Yes. When is National Pull My Finger Day? Oh. 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 I'm just asking. I hope there is not a day like that. Because when my grandpa was alive, pretty well every day was National Pull My Finger Day. Yes, that's why we don't need to celebrate it. Cliff, I wanted to say thank you this morning. For? Because I've been really tired of that stupid picture on our (laughs) Facebook page, Weed and Cliff in the Morning. I don't know what you call it. We got the biggie picture and the small little picture. Oh, so the one, I think the one you're referring to is the profile picture. Is that what that's called? The one in the kind of a circle-y thing to the left. Yes. On our Facebook page, Weed and Cliff in the Morning. I've been tired of that for some time, and you read my mind because I was thinking (laughs) we needed something more summery. If that's a word. Well, no, that's a, that's a totally a word. Summary? Yeah. Summary. Yes. We certainly got that. It's all taken care of, my friend. I'll tell you what, Cliff. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever looked this good in my entire well, lifetime. Well, considering the dark sunglasses are so big, about three-fourths of your face is hidden. No, you really haven't looked this I'm, good. <laughs> I'm a good-looking dude. I'm going to tell you that right now. The crime of drunk driving is something that law enforcement everywhere battles on a daily basis. It's something that can not only turn tragic in an instant, it's one of those things that police can really catch you red-handed quite easily. The problem is, of course, that the cops aren't everywhere all at the same time. But in the history of drunk driving, there's probably no more of a red-handed arrest than 21-year-old Abby Michaels of Xenia, Ohio. Now, sadly, she was charged with drunk driving causing death after a crash on I-75 near Dayton Sunday night. Police say that when medics arrived on the scene to treat her and the others involved, the first thing they did was to check for pulse and breathing, and when they opened her mouth for a breath check, a mouthful of beer came spilling out of it. Yeah, that's, that's, it just doesn't mix. There's just no way around it. <laughs> Especially no. when you're driving. <laughs> yes. It's bad enough if it's a passenger. Yeah. Because they get annoying. Oh, good Lord. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> annoying quick. Yeah. Cliff? Yeah, I keep uh, looking at our Facebook page there, and yeah. the new profile picture that you uh, popped up there—that yes. was—and uh, we want to make you know credit due where credit yeah. you know deserved. Yeah, Angie came up with that picture, and yes. that's all of her artwork there. So we thank Angie that's for right. doing that. It's one of another one of the bar coasters that someone had t- taken some markers to. Yes, and it, I'm see, I'm glad someone finally got me in the Hawaiian shirt. Yes, they did. <laughs> But we look like two blind mice running around in there, don't we? Yes, Yes. Well, Angie, thank you for doing that. We're going to keep that up there because that's going to be our summertime picture. Well, Cliff, before we forget, Mm -hmm. let's do the phrase that pays. Oh, yeah. I had that uh, pulled up on my screen so that we would remember. (laughs) Excellent. Well, let's do it right after this from Luke Combs. All righty. The words about to come out of Cliff Ingram's mouth are going to give you the opportunity to go to the Grand Ole Opry. Indeed. Here's what you have to say tomorrow. We ask you to call 812-386-1250. First person to say it right wins tickets also to the Country Music Hall of Fame as well. And here are the words for the phrase that pays. If you're going to hoot with the owls, get up and soar with the eagles. Dennis gave that to us yesterday. Yes, sir. That was given to him by his dad some years ago, Cliff. Yes, uh, after he had spent up all night hooting with the owls. Yes, and Dennis also <laughs> still wants to hoot with yeah. the owls a little bit. It's what Every he told us anyway. Yes. Yep. Did you see the trailer, Cliff, for Toy Story 4? Uh, I've not seen the entire trailer. I've seen like a little bitter piece as I've been scrolling through videos online. So yes. I haven't seen the whole trailer. Well, as everyone knows, the toys in the Toy Story movies... 
yes. hide the fact that they're alive from the human boy and everybody else that's yes, human. Yes, whenever there's a human around, they become an inanimate object. Yes, yeah. because if the mm -hmm. boy knew they could talk and tried to tell his parents, yeah. they would think he was crazy. Now, this is absolutely true. And they would try to make him enter politics and run for some office. <laughs> so I think it's best that he doesn't yeah, know, Cliff, that's, that's exactly right. that they're alive. Yeah. This National Poetry Day yeah. celebration today mm -hmm. has really opened my eyes up. I've noticed yeah. all day long, since we mentioned that earlier, yeah. that the songs that I've been playing today... Yeah. They all rhyme, kind of like a poem. <laughs> really? Yes. You've, you've never noticed that before. I've never noticed that they all rhyme. You really don't pay a lot of attention to what's going on over there, do you? It's pretty cool, isn't it? <laughs> you could go through life so clueless that you wouldn't even know that... I don't. You probably play 110 songs in four hours or something like that. A bunch, yeah. Yeah, and you never noticed until now that the lyrics rhyme because that's what songwriters do is write verses and choruses, words that rhyme. And then they put music with it. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Holy cow! That's kind of cool. <laughs> I think about anybody can do that. Clearly not, based on the crap you put on the air earlier. Well, mine just didn't rhyme. That's right! Well, not all of That's them do. That's right! Not yes, all but of, all the good ones. Not all the Bob Dylan all, songs rhyme. Wait a minute. We're going to check that. Check it. Well, Cliff, yeah. today's Take It to the Bank. Oh, we were doing that? We oh, yes. You did. I, I thought we said earlier that we'd done... Something that was good enough to be taken to the bank, and I thought maybe that would count. We wouldn't have to do it again. No, today. no, no, no. Because today's okay. a special take it to the bank. Oh, it is, huh? Yes. Well, aren't they all special? But this one is actually really special. Okay, what is it? Because this take it to the bank was yeah. inspired mm -hmm. by another local radio station. <laughs> a competitor. Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it would, that way. How would we know? Oh, wait. You've been listening to a competitor radio station well i just want to keep up with the joneses cliff to see what's going yeah, on and okay. i saw that yeah. and i didn't see but i yeah. heard that mm -hmm. um well they're having a um yeah march madness bracket okay where if you get all of the games correctly yeah you get a million dollars and that got me to thinking yesterday afternoon huh yeah i wonder what the odds of doing that are yeah well you know it's going to be pretty big so mm -hmm. I got up bright and early this morning, earlier than usual, yeah, and came into our studio at okay. Country 98.1, okay. and yeah. I did the math calculations. Wait, wait, wait. You did ciphering? I did some ciphering <laughs> this cow. morning. Yes, before mm. 4 o'clock. Ciphering in the morning. I was in here <laughs> pounding my foot on the floor, ciphering. Yeah. I'll tell you what the odds of doing okay. that are. All righty. When we take it to the bank on the morning road show. Well, it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. The first round of March Madness starts today, so be sure and have your bracket handy yeah. so you can watch it go bust. <laughs> and that's not a joke. <laughs> Chances are it's going to happen yes. today. No, that's absolutely true. During the first 16 games yes. that are played today. Yep. Because even though you may think you put together the perfect bracket, you didn't. The odds of that are absurd. Did a little work this morning, Cliff. Oh, that's right. You said you came in early and there was ciphering in the morning. Yes. The actual odds are kind of complicated to determine because okay. not all teams are evenly matched and all of that. Right. But the simplest math formula to do it says mm -hmm. that the odds of you getting a perfect bracket in the NCAA tourney this year or any year mm -hmm. are about 1 in 9.2 
quintillion to one. <laughs> quintillion. That's with 17 zeros, Cliff. And I okay. had to look that up on Google because I had okay. no idea what that so was. So 9.2. Quintillion to one. Yes. Okay. And now, if you need a little context, because when numbers are that huge, it's hard to figure that out. Agreed. I did a little more scientific research. Ooh. And that's roughly, there's roughly about 7.5 quintillion grains of sand so, in the world. So they're... The odds are higher than there are actually numbers of grains of sand on the planet Earth. Yes. And so okay. imagine being given yeah. one chance to pick a single specific grain of sand somewhere uh -huh. in the world yeah. and nailing it. The odds of you doing that yeah. are 23% better than you getting a perfect bracket this year. It's <laughs> never been done. Has it been close? Yeah. 54 out of 63 guesses have been correct. They've done that a few times, but no one has ever been absolutely perfect. And that, Cliff, yeah. all of that, mm -hmm. including the math, with a little stretch, <laughs> you can take to the with bank. With a little stretch? Well, I mean, did you just make it up? I'm not a mathematician. <laughs> That's how you blow it right there, Cliff. What are you talking about, blow it? Well... Got a text message in talking about yeah. to take it to the bank and mm -hmm. said, man, that's some impressive ciphering you did. Oh, yeah. And I wrote back, that's because, you know, I am a genius and I misspelled genius. <laughs> that was impressive. Well, Cliff, before yeah. we get out of here, yeah, we don't usually talk about this lady, but we're going to today. Okay. Rosie O'Donnell. Do we she, have to? We have to. <laughs> okay. Because today, Rosie O'Donnell turns 57. Okay. That's right. 57 years ago today, yeah. God said, I want to give TV remotes a reason to have a mute button. You're up, Rosie. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, starboard number three. It's in honor of National Poetry Day, just like the man from Nantucket. Number two, how do you go to the bathroom in federal prison? <laughs> the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. I wrote, I'm a genius. But I misspelled genius. <laughs> <laughs> well done, my friend. I wish I hadn't even brought that up. Well done. At all, Cliff. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.